0: And I was thinking about Daniel the other day when I was pinning down our morning lesson or sermon this morning, and uh, certain things just kept coming out as we were digging into the Word of God, and certain things continued to come back to my mind. In Daniel chapter 6, I'm going to begin at verse 10, of course this is, where Daniel was cast into the lion's den. And you know a lot of times in our lives we, we may feel like we're in a lion's den. You may be in a position tonight that you feel like everybody may be against you. Daniel was all alone here, I'm telling you. Daniel was a man who even though he, uh, you know he had friends... But in the religious system that he was involved with, he was a lonely man. The Bible stated that, you know, the king had made a decree which had been instituted by governors that were under him and over Daniel. And they were seeing to it that Daniel was more or less being set up. And of course you're going to see what happens at the end of uh, this ordeal uh, those very men that were doing the instigating were well they were caught in their own trap so to speak The Bible states in verse 10 of this text and we'll read down through quite a few verses here Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed you know if you remember they were they set up a decree that Nobody could pray to any other God. And Daniel, uh, just like, you know, I go back and I think about Peter. I think about the life that he lived. I think about some of the words that Paul said. And these, these apostles in the later, in later years, they would, they would ask the question, should we, uh, should we obey man or should we obey God? And I believe that's where Daniel was. He come to a, a pinnacle here where he was either go, he was going to have to make a choice. Do I serve God like I've always done, or do I please man? And Daniel made a choice to stand as Joshua did, to stand on the side of God the Almighty. Joshua was another man who stood. For things that he believed, things that were right, things that God had directed him to do. Wasn't always a popular man, but I'll tell you this he was a right man. He was led by the God of heaven. He was directed in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. And Daniel is another man that was just right there. Daniel was told he couldn't pray, but what did he do? The Bible states here that when he knew that the writing had been signed, look at this, what it says, He went into his house, and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day, and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. It never changed what he'd done. Then these men assembled and found David praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Hast thou not signed a decree that every man that should that shall ask a petition to, of any god or man within thirty days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said. The thing is true according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. Then answered they and said before the king, That Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee. O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he had heard these words, was sore displeased with himself. He knew. Now listen, this, this king, he appreciated Daniel. He loved Daniel, I believe. I believe he had a, I believe he had a, a, a kindred spirit there, so to speak, that he, that, he, that he knew that this man Daniel was a serious man and a serious-minded man to be trusted. But now these men had led him to do something that was going to cause him a great deal of harm. The Bible states, in, again in verse 14, Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased with himself, and he set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. I mean, he had done everything in his power to try to make it right, but he had already messed up here. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Now I want you to think about this. And think about where Daniel was and what, what he was facing. And think about what these men had already made sure that they had done to trap Daniel. Daniel. In verse 16, the Bible says, Then the king commanded and brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. Now, I want you to know that the king had a, I believe that he understood that Daniel's king, Daniel's God was a, was a mighty God. Amen. I believe he understood that he was a real God. And verse 17 says, And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet, with the signet of his lord's, that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace, and he passed the night fasting. Neither were their instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. He was awake all night. He was fearing the worst, but hoping for the best. Verse 19 states Then the king arose very early in the morning, and he went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he had come to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? And I could imagine as he closed out those words in that sentence that his heart was racing. I imagine that, O oh king, was I believe that as as he closed out that sentence, his ears were perked up. He wanted to hear Daniel. He wanted to hear what Daniel had to say. And notice what he says. Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. Daniel, he didn't hold any animosity. Daniel was an innocent man. And he acted in an innocent way. Now, I know... A lot of times there's things that come up in our lives that we, uh, we don't act so innocent, do we? Sometimes we are ready to kind of lash out and take care of business. But Daniel was not like that. Daniel waited on God, amen? I believe that's what God wants you to do tonight. I believe God wants His children to wait on Him because the Lord states very plainly that vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. So God's children are supposed to remain in a state of innocency. And that's what Daniel done here. He says, My God hath sent His angel, and have shut the lions' mouths, that they have not hurt me, for as much as before Him an innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O King, have I done no hurt. Then the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in God. I'm going to stop right there for just a moment before we uh, go on into our message, but I want you to think tonight, when in a lion's den, how are we going to act? Almost gracious and divine heavenly father, Lord, I pray tonight that you open our eyes, help us, dear God, to resist the temptation to act as the world would act, but Lord, help us to be faithful, help us to be true, help us, dear God, to do what is right. Lord, we know that in this world, Satan would do anything in his power to put a dampener upon the light of the Christian Lord, I know that even tonight as I stand before this congregation, there's been a time in my life when I failed this great and mighty test. But yet, Lord, I know, I know the light that shines bright. Lord, I pray that you will cause this, under, this understanding to come to thy people. That when we're in a lion's den... We need to remain ever the Christian. Lord, I pray that you'll bless us this evening. Empower thy word. I pray for that one that might be here that's hurting tonight for whatever reason. Lord, that you direct their thoughts and their mind. Direct their attitude, O God. Help us, dear God, to remain in a state of innocence. But yet, Lord, help us to be faithful unto thee. Lord, bless us. I ask that you forgive us our sin in Jesus Christ's name. And amen. Emmanuel, there are and have been many a time we have been in a lion's den. A place where our hearts failed. A place where faith was challenged. A place where hope was bruised. But through it all, If the child of God remains to be faithful, if the child of God remains an innocent bystander, if the child of God continues to believe in the God of their salvation, God will deliver us from the lion's den. Listen, you may have been placed in a lion's den, not on your own account, just like... Just like was with found with, with Daniel, this was all due to the enemy actually. There were those that would stand against this man. And what did they do? they done everything in their power to discredit his credibility, to destroy his faith, to destroy his standing with the king. So they done whatever it took to do that. He was in a lion's den before he was in the lion's den. Listen, God will deliver us from the lion's den. Are you in this place tonight? Are you surrounded by the lions that are found in our heart of heartaches? Listen, we need to follow God's Word tonight and find ourselves in a place of safety. The first thing that I want you to see tonight is when a child of God finds themselves in a lion's den. And again, remember, it's not always the fault of the child of God. Sometimes there's just bad actors in the world who would like to do everything in their power to discredit and and cause you to be disgruntled. Listen, you find yourselves in the lion's den. Listen, God's people must remain faithful. That's exactly the way Daniel was. Listen, Daniel had already knew that a decree had been written and had been signed and yet he remained faithful to his God, amen? amen? Regardless of what you're going through, regardless of the circumstances that you look at outside, you know that God is over the circumstances of your life and he will to He will be a blessing to those that are faithful to him. In Daniel chapter 6, verse 10 and 11, the Bible says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled down upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found David praying and making supplication before his God. Listen, sometimes while going through difficult situations, it can be easy to give up and quit. Maybe your case has been long and drawn out. Maybe you've been in a position where you think that, listen, all this time has passed in our lives and nothing has changed yet. You know, there's been a times in our own lives when, when we're looking at situations And you know that the devil is out there and the devil's doing everything in his power to disrupt and discourage you. You know the work of the devil. And you know that the work of the devil is to do just that, to cause you to lose faith. Amen. To cause you to lose hope. To cause you to, 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 to withdraw yourself somewhat. And that's what we see here. Don't quit on God. Listen, Daniel never quit on God, did he? Even though he knew that he was going to land in the lion's den because he knew of the writing, he knew that he was going to be facing more, more, more lions than what was outside the den. He was going to be facing on the inside. He knew that. But yet, he remained faithful. You know, Today, as I look at men of God in in this country, we see men of God that are that are that are losing faith, that are that are uh, uh, kind of stepping back away from the pulpit somewhat. Who are allowing certain things to go on in the house of God that 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 shouldn't be, uh, 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 condoning certain acts that that should never be found in among the children of God, and 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 it's all because they want to make sure that that they don't ruffle any feathers and they don't want to discourage anybody from doing anything, so they accept anything and everything in the church anymore. And folks, that's a reason why today that churches are in the state that they're in. They're weakened down because man has, has walked away from the faith of God. They have lost faith in God and they've lost faith in their calling and therefore they have allowed certain things to begin to creep into the church and our churches are, have been weakened by it. You look around this nation and I've talked about this many times before. I used to go to churches that once were, were powerhouses in their areas, and now they're, now they're just uh, just very few in number, and it's because that the pastors that they had began to allow certain activities to come into the church, and it destroyed the church. This men have lost faith today. The devil's trying to cause you to lose faith. Maybe tonight your situation is is nothing quite like what I just described. Maybe it's a personal thing in your life. Maybe there's a situation that you're dealing with or have been dealing with for a great deal of time and and you're at your wit's end. You're at the end of, of the end of your rope. And now you're standing there ready to give up on God. You're just about to lose faith because you're not seeing anything go on that you're looking for. Daniel never quit on God. God has a master plan for our lives and that's what I want you to realize tonight. Listen, if you believe in the sovereignty of God, if you believe in the predestination of God's will and plan for the life of the Christian, listen, you've got to know that everything that we go through is by design of God. I don't always understand it, and I don't always have the answer for it, but this I know, God's in charge of my life. And that's the way Daniel looked at it as well. Listen, Daniel knew that regardless if he was cast into the fire, if he was cast into the, 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 the den of lions, if he was cast into a vat of oil or whatever it may be, listen, he knew that God was in charge of his body and his life. A lot of times as we're going through situations in our lives, we want answers right now. That's the human side of us. You know, we want, we'll, we'll pray a prayer and we're, we're sitting back waiting for an instant, a calling on God and, and seeing a, a resolution to our problems when sometimes God allows those things to play out for a good while in our lives. Paul was a man who had an affliction in his flesh. Paul had even prayed that the Lord would remove it, but as far as we know, the Lord never did remove that affliction in his flesh. But know this, that God gave him grace to get through it. Amen? God give him power to overcome it. And folks, that's exactly what, what I believe we see here with Daniel. When Daniel was put into the lion's den... Listen, the angel of the Lord had shut the mouths of the lions. I remember one time when I was a little boy, my mother had a, had a Bible book. It was a story book that, that uh, had pictures in it. And I'll never forget the, 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 the reading about Daniel and the lion's den. Because what I saw in the picture, and I still, I still see this in my mind, Was that upon the lion's mouths were little locks that was put there, you know, by the the illustrator of the story to, to get to the mind of the child and let them know their jaws could not open to bite him. And I still remember that storybook. That little book of, uh, uh, of Bible verses and, and Bible scripture that, that led the child along the way. Listen, I still see that lion with those little, those little lockets upon his jaws that he could not bite. Old Daniel. Folks, there's a lot of things going to happen in our lives. There's a lot of situations in our lives that we cannot control. There's things that's going to come up in your life that you have no say over. But you know this, God's in charge of your life. The thing that, that we need to get from Daniel's life is the fact that we need to remain faithful, amen? God's going to have us to go through some things upon this life and we don't know what they're going to be. But be faithful, stay with God and stay with the Word of God and God will bless you for it. And that's what we see in the life of Daniel. Don't quit on God. God has a master plan for our lives, and if we don't lose sight of that fact, God will get us through the lion's den. God will take us through the heartache. You I go back to Romans, and Romans in chapter 8 is one of those special scriptures that, that always lift me up when I'm having a bad day. Maybe I'm remembering certain things that's gone on in my life. Maybe I know that there are, there are those, those governors outside that are doing everything in their power to, to cause me harm physically and mentally and emotionally. There are those people in this world and their, their sole duty, I think, is to cause the Christian emotional upset. To cause the Christian to have an emotional moment to where they lose faith in God. Folks, I want you to know something. There's people all over this world today that's doing everything in their power to hurt the Christian. Listen, you know this. And you remember this well. These governors may have sat at Daniel's feet at one time, and maybe they were, maybe they pretended to be his friend. You're going to have a lot of times and a lot of episodes in your lives where people are pretending to be your friend. But all along the way, listen, they're working the back strategies to try to hurt you and to bring you down. Don't lose faith in God. Stay faithful to God. You know, I've heard people say, you know, it's what happened in church is the reason why I'm against church. Church. You know, I've heard men say, well, listen, it's because of what I've seen happen in church. I don't want nothing to do with church. Folks, I want you to know tonight, you stay faithful to God regardless of what goes on in your life and God will bless you. God will bless you. And Romans in chapter 8 here again in verse 31, notice what it says here now. Romans 8 and 31, the Bible says, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? You know, all these things Christians go through from time to time. All these things, uh, 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 people try to to bring the Christian down and to cause them to just quit on God. Listen, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to quit on God. Listen. There might be those that are doing everything in their power to disrupt and destroy the peace that passeth all understanding with the Christians tonight. But listen, don't give up on God. Romans in chapter eight is a portion of Scripture that tells you, listen, that God's got your back. Regardless, He says, "Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us." For I am persuaded. There's again that persuasion of heart series we covered a little while back. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things to present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen, remain faithful. Daniel remained faithful. Even though the lions were there, even though the lions were upstairs, listen, he remained faithful. And God saw him through it. Folks, that's where we need to be tonight. Remain faithful. Listen, you could go to 1 Thessalonians 3 and the first 13 verses of Scripture there and read that, and you can find out that God is faithful to His own. Now, the second thing I want you to think of tonight, when in the lines, then remain innocent. Now, we should never act like the worldly sinner does, but. There are times in our lives when, when, when these, uh, these things come in our lives that we, we kind of flare up, don't we? We kind of we uh, uh, do something to, to defend ourselves. And sometimes when we're doing that, we may step out of line just a bit. Daniel never did step out of line, did he? Listen, there's no evidence that Daniel fought the king when he was being put in. There's no evidence that Daniel stood against the governors when he was being put into the den of lions. There's no evidence that states that that Daniel was, was doing everything in his power to fight the situation. All Daniel was doing was being an innocent man. An innocent man. Verse 10 of our text, it shows that. And verse twenty and verse twenty-one and twenty-two shows the fact that listen, that Daniel was innocent when when the king came back to to ask for old Daniel, Daniel said, O king, live forever. Listen, he was being an innocent man. He's being a kind man is what he was. You know why? Because he knew that one day God was going to take care of business. Folks, you need to get a hold of that tonight. When people do everything in their power to to hurt you, when people are doing things behind the scene while they're patting you on the back and and maybe they're saying, "Well, I'm praying for you." Or, listen, I want you to know there's some people that are praying for you, but their prayers are not for your good. There's people out there that are actually praying that you that you would be hurt. I don't know, I, you know, I, I, I can't understand the mentality of a so-called Christian that would pray that another Christian would be hurt enough that they would leave or get away. Listen, understand this, that God is in charge of your life. And he says, you remain an innocent person. You don't take matters into your own hands. And that's something that I had to learn as a man. Listen, I had to be I have to be careful. I have to I I can't take matters into my own hand. You know what I do anymore? I say, God, they're in your hand. This is yours. And I'm gonna leave it there. You know, sometimes while going through a, a difficult situation, it can be easy to give up and quit. But notice what Daniel said here. Daniel could have acted in a rash way, and oftentimes we we act like that. But what did he do? He simply was an innocent man. You know, Matthew chapter 10. We go back here for just a moment, and I want you to look at this Matthew in chapter 10. I'm not going to take time to read my whole uh, reading here, but I want you to think about this. He says in verse 16, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. You know, that's exactly the way Daniel was. He was like a sheep in a pack of wolves. But it was a pack of lions. And again, they were on the top and in the den. Notice what he says here. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You know what he was saying? You be an innocent man. You keep yourself pure and clean. Regardless of how they treat you, regardless of how they, how they are going behind the scenes to do everything in their power to, to cause you to be disrupted in your work. It, just, it goes right back to Nehemiah and, and the work that he was doing when Sambal and Tobiah and those men come down to cause him to quit the work. They would laugh at him. They would laugh at a joke about, about the work that was going on. But what did... What, I mean, Nehemiah didn't get out of time on him. He just said, who am I? Why should I leave and come down to thee? Why should I leave a good work? Listen, there are going to be those that's going to try to disrupt you and cause you to leave your good work. Daniel could have acted in that way. But listen, the Bible states here, be harmless as doves. In other words, be innocent. This is the lesson that I had to learn the hard way. You can lose credibility very quickly by lashing out at an aggressor. Know this, that God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. You know, That's where a man can keep himself in innocency. This is where a man needs to be tonight. Even though maybe you maybe you humanly speaking, you've got every right to defend yourself. You've got every right to answer your mockers. But God says you remain innocent vengeance is mine saith the Lord he says I'll take care of business folks I want you to know tonight I don't know what you're going through this evening this message is is for a reason tonight this is a message that comes to my heart and listen I want you to know you may be going through something I don't even know about I may be going through something you don't know about but this one thing I know when we work together for the glory of God listen and we do things and we keep our faith you keep your innocence. God will bless and there's no denying that. God will bless. The last thing I want you to see when you're in the lines then is to remain ever the believer. Be the believer. Verse 22 and 23 of our text, Daniel proves the fact that he was that believer. He knew that God was able, amen. Just like I know tonight, God is able. Just like you will know tonight, God is able if you keep faithful to Him and faithful to His Word. Faith is the issue of life for the believer. Without it, we fail miserably. Hebrews chapter 11, uh, uh, verse 32 down through verse 40, it talks about the fact that, listen, the believer must, must have faith. You must have faith if we're going to please God remain the steady believer that God can be pleased with. You know, you're, you're, you're to be that good vessel. You know, the Bible speaks about those vessels in the house. Amen? And talks about the, the vessels of wood, the vessels of clay, and the good vessels. You think about that. You remain that good vessel. You remain that individual that's able to give God glory through your life. And God will bless. That's what Daniel done. Daniel never gave up on his faith. Daniel never quit. He stayed true to his God. Daniel remained an innocent man. He did not even lash out at the king after he threw him into the lions den. That's a good lesson for all of us to have tonight. Be careful how you speak to people. Be careful how you react to people. Remain ever the innocent bystander, and God will take care of business for you. Remain the steady believer. God is glorified by the faithfulness of a diligent believer. So be faithful, be innocent. And be a believer. And God will turn your clouds into blue sky. You know what? There's been many a time in my own life that I've gone, I mean a long time, and I'm thinking, Oh God, when's this going to be took care of? But you know what? God's timing is not our timing. You've got a situation going on in your life you don't really understand. Listen, God knows that. I know that. Listen, you know that. You've been there. You've been in a situation you don't quite understand, and you don't understand why you're going through it. But know this, that our lives are to bring God glory. Everything about us is to bring God glory. How often do we fail to bring God glory? I know i failed him miserably. I failed him miserably as a pastor to bring him the right and true glory that he deserves. Folks, I want you to know something. Be like Daniel. Be like Daniel when he was in the lion's den. Your lion's den may be completely different than mine. But know this, that God's there. What did, what did the, the Bible say? Listen, he said, The angel of the Lord came down and shut the lions' mouths. You know what? One day, that might have to take place in your life. One day, those lions are going to be locked up in the job. What they call that? Back in the day, I used to remember the old farmers, old, old Mr. Meeks up the, up the road from me, he would say his old... His old cow got lockjaw, or his old mule, I can't remember now which, stepped on a nail and got lockjaw. Folks, I'll tell you, there's a time coming when God may put lockjaw in, 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 your, in your, the mule's mouth that's after you. Know this, that God's in charge of our lives. The best way for you to be happy and a happy Christian is to remain ever faithful. Keep yourself pure and clean. Make yourself to be harmless as a dove. It's hard sometimes, especially when the devil's doing his best to try to hurt you. But know this, God says, I'll take care of him. And he will. Let's all stand